0: So let's just, you know, let's describe the big, ugly elephant in the room. Okay. What happens when you don't have cash flow and you have that worst day hit?
1: Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. I'm Dr. Lisa Faust here, and I am with my good friend, Craig Robinson. He is one of my favorite people in pharmacy, not just because he is a fun guy. If you ever catch him at uh, one of the shows, I highly recommend you uh, hit him up for dinner in a bar because uh, his loud shirts match his loud personality, and you are guaranteed to get a belly roll. But honestly, the reason I like him the most is he is probably one of the few people that is just as tenacious as I am and helping pharmacy owners and helping them have thriving pharmacies with positive cash flow that can weather any storm and also net you the pharmacy owner money in your pocket for owning the business and running your pharmacy. Um Craig Robinson is with RX Cherry Pick and probably I get I get a ton of questions and if I had to categorize them and put them in by companies, I probably get more questions about RX Cherry Pick than any other company just because it's Almost sounds too good to be true. You know the story of RX Cherry Pick, which was really a story of cash flow, goes so against the grain than what we are taught as pharmacists and pharmacy owners and how the business works. As I use my air quotes, um, that it just seems preposterous. Um, but as I've known Craig for several years now, um, my pharmacies use RX Cherry Pick. I've had tons of my members from Pharmacy Badass University um, switch to RX Cherry Pick. Um, there is a better way to do business. And um, Craig and I were talking a couple of weeks ago about what is the worst day of a pharmacy owner's life? And it really comes down to cash flow. And so Craig, um, I go ahead and do a brief introduction, but then I want you to talk about what is this worst day in pharmacy owner, you know, really look like and what is the root cause of it and the long-term cause of going through and making these decisions that Um, sound good because they're normal and it's what everybody else is doing, um, but necessarily may not be good for the pharmacy.
0: Well, thank you, Lisa. It's always great to see you and talk with you. Uh, We always have a good time and Lisa's a good time too at a bar. Don't (laughs) get me wrong. So the, you know, getting to the worst day is, and Lisa, you and I both know this. If you bring up the the term cash flow, you can see the pharmacy owner kind of glaze over. He doesn't, Like talking about it, he doesn't want to understand it. So you and I have talked a lot about this. And going, what is you know, what's the worst day for a pharmacist? And what we know, the worst day for a pharmacist is is that it it happens once, sometimes twice a month. Is you have your your bill is due to your primary wholesaler, and they're ACHing your account, so they're going to pull it, and then you have payroll. And I know of no pharmacist in this country, independent pharmacists that will not take care of their employees first. You know, I'm not saying payroll that includes the owner's payroll, that excludes the owner's <laughs> payroll. Right. Okay, so then that's payroll. And then God forbid they have a DIR fee that's hitting them. All three of those on the same day creates a series of transaction that puts you in a position where your brand name pricing and overall pricing, but it really shows up in the brands that you move from whack minus some number to whack plus double digits. And it happens really fast and you don't realize it until it's just too late. and. Yeah that's that's really their their very worst day and once you start once you get behind on that, there really isn't any recovery on that And we can we can talk a little bit about you know in detail of, of you know light detail because this requires a long conversation and I encourage every pharmacy owner to call up Lisa and talk to her because, She has the systemic approach to saving your pharmacy, and we're just a piece of that.
1: Yeah, you're definitely a spoke on that wheel. I encourage every pharmacy to look into, my my overall message is look into alternative buying strategies. The primary vendor agreement is not in your best interest. Um, Very few pharmacies are going to thrive under the standard a uh, primary vendor agreement and the standard way of buying products. And why is that? And it's because of cash flow. And this is where pharmacy owners, like you said, their eyes glaze over. I, I get it. I talk to these guys and they're like cash flow. Like we weren't taught that in pharmacy school. Like, doesn't that kind of just take care of itself? Um, isn't it how much money I have in my bank? And it's like, no, It's 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 actually a whole. I always like to say it's the movement of in and out of money from your pharmacy. And what happens is, is when you have this worst day, when you have your payroll and your uh, wholesaler bill due and all these things come through and they're all ACHing out of your account and you don't really have any control, uh, you know, you can't pay them late, is what happens is because you chased a whack minus number, and I'll, I'll just say whack minus 6%, I hear a lot of people say, oh, but I can get whack minus 6%. And my question to them is, what do you have to give up for that? Because yes. The wholesalers are not out of the kindness of their heart selling you drugs at a loss. Right. They are, you've got to know that wholesalers are like the casino. They know the numbers and they know that the house always wins. Like, yes, you will have some outliers. You will have some people that win a jackpot every now and then, but that's not normal. (laughs) And so when they give you these whack minus 6%, most of the time you're giving up your cash flow. Yep. That means you're a sucker to the rebate. You're yep. a slave to the rebate. Yep. Um, you can't operate without getting those rebate checks because that finally gives you a little bit of your money back and you're overpaying on your generics. So you're yep. giving all your profit on your generics for this kind of unnaturally deflated brand name drug. And then quickly what happens, the moment that you're late on a payment, the moment you have to borrow money from a bank or the moment you have to put, Purchases on a credit card and can carry a balance. That whack minus six number that you were so excited to get just disappears. And like you said, when you actually calculate all the costs of having poor cash flow of the borrowing costs here or the penalties you get from your wholesaler over here, you're now sitting at whack minus, and instead of whack minus, you're sitting at whack plus whack yes. plus 8%, 10%. You i done you and I have done the math. And it is it is amazing. I almost get chills talking about it how quickly it flips from whack minus six percent to whack plus ten percent. And not only are you losing money now, because we all know we don't make money, we barely make brands on money on brands at whack minus six percent. You sure as heck aren't making money on whack plus, but you don't start to you see those fees, and most pharmacy owners don't roll that up into their cost of goods. They see it as an interest fee and as a as a, you know, delivery fee and, you know, these other kinds of fees that they that they kind of masquerade them at. But really, those are your cost of goods. All of that is because of your cash flow, with your cost of goods. And so um, how do do you help pharmacy owners? Like, how do you help explain that to them?
0: Well, and and you did a great job. I mean, we could just end the video right now. (laughs) Uh, You know, the the. I would say there's a couple of, of myths that we need to deflate on. The um, Okay, so when, when people are talking, I'm getting whack minus six now, all full line wholesalers have what is called a blended catalog. So that just means on 30 or 40% of the brands that you do regularly order, that's a top tick number, okay? And, and the rest of it goes, that's as high and as good as it's going to get. And then the rest of the catalog. So it's all blended and they don't even have like clear distinctions. This is all in control of the wholesaler.
1: Well, a great example is the GLP ones. Everybody, you know, we're all, all the pharmacies are getting inundated with all the GLP ones for weight loss and diabetes and, and the such. And they think, oh, I'm getting whack minus six. But then they're wondering, like, how am I losing money on GLP ones? And yeah. it's because many wholesalers have a completely different pricing system for GLP yep. ones. It's not included in your brand matrix of your WAC minus six. Most yep. wholesalers are WAC minus two and a half GLP ones, which means you lose money on those prescriptions.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, so again, every the the as you and I educate the community, they they have to start stop. They have to stop thinking of 10 years ago when it was whack minus six across the board. It is no longer that. So you have to be very discriminating on that. The other thing that really needs to be pounded, and you and I have pounded away at this, um, is is a rebate is not savings. Okay. The 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 full line wholesalers know the value of cash flow and they know that it, oh, pharmacy owners don't. And they, and they take advantage of that. So, th- you know, those are the premises that we got to look at. And with Arc's cherry pick, you can turn this around. Uh, you know, I, I talk to pharmacies every day that just say, um, well, I had one pharmacist that I, I was working with a consultant and and the consultant was very concerned because, you know, they're giving up banking information and all this kind of stuff. And you know what the pharmacist said? Well, who cares if I give up my banking information? I don't have any money in there, anyways. <laughs> That's a, you know, and he People wasn't joking.
1: It's only, it's only funny because it's true. I've it's been there. It's like... absolutely
0: true. In eight weeks, you can turn that around so that an average size pharmacy you probably have two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars of cash flow. We're not talking about savings. You have to fix the cash flow problem first. That before you can do anything before, before you
1: can do yep yeah, absolutely before you can talk about the fun sexy new revenue opportunities or you talk about clinical services or you talk about anything else in pharmacy a pharmacy owner cannot go forward i'm telling you this right now anybody listening you have to fix your cash flow first that has yep. to be solid um yep. because anything else you do in pharmacy you've you've got to know that you've got a strong foundation i've i've made the the analogy before it's like painting a condemned house, you put yeah. a fresh coat of paint on it. That doesn't change the structure of the house. It doesn't make the house stronger. And same thing with pharmacy is, I can help you start point of care testing or PGX testing or cash-based revenue or any of the other awesome cool things. But if your prescription business, which let's face it, is the majority of the foundation of most pharmacies, if that isn't solid with cash flow, then none of that matters because you're just filling up a tub with, with a hole in it. Like that's all that matters. Yeah. And so that is the reason I am such a fan of RX Cherry Pick. I'm such a fan of people looking at alternative purchasing ways. Like they're in the the way that I like to describe it, when you buy from a typical wholesaler that has a huge rebate, people say, but I get big rebates. And I say, yeah, because you overpaid for your drugs. That's all that it means is you paid the highest price. And we all know in 2024 with the DIR fee apocalypse for your Medicare claims, you're going to be paid the lowest price. So, if you're paying the highest price possible and then you're paid the absolute lowest price at that point of sale, you are going to be in a world of hurt for cash flow. And cash flow is different than profit. You can have highly profitable companies. Think of Enron. Yes. Highly profitable, but their cash flow is what sunk them. And cash flow is what sinks most pharmacies. Most pharmacies that go out of business. not going out of business because they're not producing profit they go out of business because of cash flow because that wholesaler is holding on to all of your cash and they're giving you little bits little chunks of that cheese every 30 60 90 days but yet they've got the big old cheese over here and they're holding on to your money and they're they're making all the purchases and all the acquisitions and all the things that um giving massive bonuses to their ceos because they are holding on to your cheese they're holding on to your money And so that's what is so important. So no matter if you look into arch cherry pick, or if you look into some other methodology, my like dire warning to you is you wanna pay the lowest net upfront cost and have longer payment terms, so that you have your cash and not the wholesaler. And that will dramatically change your life as a pharmacy owner. It will give you breathing room. Most pharmacy owners feel very trapped they feel so stressed they feel like they're one wrong move away from just losing it all yep. and when you switch to a company like arch cherry pick that not only has low net drugs i mean you guys save people there is savings there but the huge difference is the cash flow the 30 to 45 day payment terms yep. all of a sudden and like you said in 8 weeks your life can be different in 8 weeks we're yep. recording this at the beginning of october and yep. so you can have a completely new pharmacy by the end of this year. Yep. So that when the 2024 DIR fee apocalypse comes in, you're breathing easy. You're yes. okay. Like yes. imagine that.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree. So let's just, you know, let's describe the big, ugly elephant in the room. Okay. What happens when you don't have cash flow and you have that worst day hit? What happens next? is that the first thing you're going to do is you're going to call up your primary and you're going to say, "Look, don't hit my account today because I got to make payroll." Once you make payroll, it 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 you, you know, your you get your stress relief is gone, but the instant you make that that payment, a couple of things are triggered within your primary wholesaler. One, they immediately hit you with a fee. Okay? So on and this is directed only at your 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 bill right so the, i've heard you know we hear variations of it but it's anywhere from 8 to 11%. well if you were getting whack minus 6 that phone call just put you in whack plus territory okay so then they tell you okay but you know we're also going to charge you a heavy interest rate starting today between 18 and 22%. well You're, you're, as an owner, you go, okay, you hang up the phone. You're going, I'm calling up my bank, so I don't have to pay this heavy interest rate. So I'm going to call up my bank, and I'm going to say, look, I need a bridge loan, okay? So get me a bridge, a short bridge loan. The bank goes, you're a great customer. Tell you what we're going to do is we're going to um, loan you the money, and we won't charge you any interest for 30 days. So you get a chance to pay us back but we're gonna charge you a fee, a one-time fee of anywhere from four to 9%. So in, in a matter of minutes, you've just pushed your cost of goods up to WAC minus, WAC plus, you know, 13. Okay, and that, and just do the math on that. That means if you just take, you know, you do that once a year, you've just worked your WAC price down by a full percentage point, across the board and you do it twice you're done you know yeah. it's over so
1: and it's a vicious cycle it's very similar to like payday loans how people get addicted to payday they loans yes. They're like i just need it two days early and yes. then you get it two days early and then the next month because you have the fee and the yes. interest and this and you're like well now i need a payday loan to pay the payday loan and yes. that's the vicious cycle that happens and it's and it's the reason i get asked so much about rx cherry pick because it's so contradictory to just how we've all been taught yep. how to be a pharmacy owner and how yep. to purchase our drugs and it does take listening a little bit it yes. does take a, a new way of thinking yep. um and i really want people to talk to you um yep. i want people to see the effect that it can have on their pharmacy you have a pretty simple calculation for how pharmacies can like estimate Yep. What the difference in eight weeks could look like. So yep. tell them really quick of that equation, and then I want to get to how they can call you and how they can talk to you and see how this can apply in their particular situation.
0: Very good. So the equation is very simple. Is is on cash flow. Is you take the number of prescriptions that you do, your daily volume of prescriptions that you dispense. So let's say you're dispensing 200. In eight weeks. And, and let's say you're paying twice monthly is your terms. You multiply that times a thousand dollars. So 200 prescriptions a day times a thousand dollars is two hundred thousand dollars. The other side of that is you save actually more money than you do in cash flow. I know this is hard to believe is that your savings, you use the same calculation there. You're doing 200 prescriptions a day for savings, multiplied times a thousand. Two hundred thousand to two hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollars in your bank account in a year. Yeah. Okay, and it will start. Oddly enough, this is how how backwards it gets. A lot of pharmacies are running into wholesalers, and we're seeing this very frequently now. Is the wholesaler will say, "Okay, we're going to give you terms of twice monthly," but they give you a credit line that makes you fall short. And then you have you essentially are going on COD because you have to pay enough to free up that day's order. Okay. Yep. If you're on I've, I've in,
1: seen that in many, many pharmacies.
0: Many cases. I mean it, it that's horrible that they do that. So you're gonna be you you will have your um cash flow will start almost immediately. And you know what the big benefit of this is? Is that they start, we want people to sleep well, because if you don't sleep well, you're not going to make a good decision. Lisa, you and I have both been there under stress, not sleeping well. We weren't making good decisions. Okay. Obviously, we're making a good decision now because we're sleeping well.
1: Yep. Yep. No, absolutely. So a lot of times when I talk about RX cherry pick, people go to Google and they Google RX cherry pick and they expect to find your website. I always like to warn people: um, do not judge RX cherry pick by their website. They really don't have a website. It's uh, the crappiest looking website on the it's entire a page. planet. Um, it's a page. and that's for some purpose. There's, there's, yes. you know, you're going very contrary into billion-trillion-dollar companies. And um, it's almost like a little underground cultish of um, going against the grain. And so um, I always say just email Craig, get on the phone with him. So give everybody your email address. We'll be sure to pop it in the notes of the show. Um, And so that way they can get a hold of you and talk to you and go through the specifics of their pharmacy.
0: Yes, my email address is, well, if you go to our crappy webpage down at the bottom, you can click on the email address down there my personal email address is Craig, C-R-A-I-G at Cortland Data. And I'm going to spell this because it's a family name, C-O-R-T-L-A-N-D-D-A-T-A dot com. And I will get back to you right away. I will get you an estimate just so you'll have heartburn before we talk. And, and, and you know, I will be very honest with you. You know I'm very direct. Yep. Okay. We're not interested in tire kickers. We're interested in a systemic change to the approach of how you're doing business. The pharmacist has to stop looking at price, price, price. It is terms and price, and it doesn't always have to be that way. Terms are more important early, then you can start modifying after.
1: Then you focus on price. Absolutely. If you are a stressed pharmacy owner, the shortest way out of that stress is one, fix your cash flow, which is a focus on terms, get the money, get the cash, get some breathing room, then go focus on the lowest net cost of goods. And right. then you start shopping around. The people who are suffering, who are then shopping around, but they still purchase 90% of their drugs from their primary, are just a hamster on a wheel. Like it's, it's not doing anything. So you've got to fix the terms and the cash flow for the majority of your purchases, get that breathing room, then you can start, you know, yes. price shopping and and you know going for that net lowest cost. So yes. all right, so Craig at CourtlandData.com. Um, Again, I'll put those in the show notes before, but if you are worried about how you're going to handle this DIR fee apocalypse, you don't want to sell your pharmacy, you don't want to fire sell your pharmacy, you don't want to go out of business, you don't want to ruin your personal credit, you don't want to take out a line of credit on your house, you don't want to do any of that, then my suggestion to you is to talk to Craig, start learning about how other ways to make your purchases um, besides the majority of your purchases through your primary vendor agreement. And Craig has done this for hundreds of pharmacies. He can help you too. And feel free to call us here at Diversify as well. We have helped hundreds of our pharmacy owners. We have an exact program that'll take you through on how to improve your pharmacy's cash flow, and then get to the fun stuff of diversifying and growing your pharmacy. Um, so we have that proven success path and we're always happy to talk to you and just see if we're a good fit for, you know, what your goals are in your pharmacy. So thank you so much, Craig. We'll be meeting up uh, again at the upcoming show. And I can't wait to just continue to work with you to help these pharmacies. And 2024 is going to be a doozy. We're all going to need our sleep and we're all going to need better cash flow
0: very good thank you lisa
1: thank you so much for listening and if you found this content valuable here are four ways i can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free one join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com two get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog three watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a pharmacy badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.